This is Downsizing with Dave Goodman. Hello there. So now I am three days away from the operation that is going to change my life. I go into hospital this coming Sunday afternoon. And then on Monday morning at 8am, I'm going to have 80% of my stomach removed. Oh, and my gallbladder as well. In what you could see as a two for one deal. So how do I feel right now? Well, not as bad as I did earlier this week. In the last episode, I was really, really stressed out and anxious. I think the milestone of a week to go seemed to really get on top of me. It really scared me. But this week, obviously, I've been thinking a lot more. I've been weighing things up. There's that word again. Psychologically and physically. And I've actually bought a bathroom scales for the first time in my life. And uh, this time it didn't feel so scary. In fact, I was quite excited and excited to get on them and, and see where I was already on on this journey that began months ago, before I'd even gone under the knife. And I had weighed myself a few weeks ago at a friend's house, and then I was 112 kilos, which was down from the 116 kilos that I was a couple of months ago, and the weight that I was back in 2008, when I first did that drastic liquid diet. So I've been losing weight, which is great. And in the last few weeks, I've been following, properly following a diet, a pre-op diet with no carbohydrates, lots of protein, lots of vegetables, lots of yogurt, small portions. And clearly that has helped me lose the weight. So I took the scales out of the box the batteries went in, and I jumped on. The numbers went up, but where would they stop? And that is every fat person's nightmare. Where are the numbers going to stop? And they settled on 107 kilos. So I'd lost another five kilos in the last few weeks. And I was happy. Of course I was happy. But it also made me think, again, God, do I really need to do this operation? I'm losing weight because I'm eating better and I am trying to move more. So is the operation necessary? But at the same time, I have been here before. I have lost weight before. And I know how satisfying it is to see those numbers on the scales go down. But then they go back up again. The moment you have a few days where you eat the wrong foods or you just leave the diet behind. So despite the weight loss, I still feel that I've made the right decision. And in fact, I should be losing weight right now. That is what this diet is all about. And that is what 
the food changes that I've made are for. They want you to lose weight before you go into surgery. It's part of the process. It is good that my body is already in that zone. And it's really interesting because I began this journey when I was BMI 36, which meant that I qualified for the operation because I also have a comorbidity, high blood pressure. And now my BMI is 34. So it is going in the right direction. And I also this week bought a kitchen scales because I, of course, I'm going to have to do a lot of weighing in the next few weeks and indeed the next few months. I'm going to get to know what 50 grams of protein looks like very, very quickly. And the post-op diet that I have to follow means that I, I'm not going to eat solid foods for at least three weeks. So I also bought a blender. My kitchen counter is becoming rather full. It's scary, but it's exciting. That is how I feel right now. I've also been to the hospital in the last few days to visit another dietitian. She's on the team that's going to follow me post-op. And she gave me the diet that I'm going to have to follow for the next few months. And it is really interesting to see what I can and I can't eat. Because I thought initially I was going to be on liquids for a long time. But in fact, it's only just a few days of drinking water and, and very small amounts of water and, and things like broth to make sure that you stay hydrated. And certainly here in Switzerland, it seems that they, they move you onto real food again very, very quickly. I think day two or three. But of course, it's going to be heavily blended food, the consistency of baby food. Everything has to be blended and turned to mush so that you don't push the new stomach too hard and, and risk leaks and, and bursting the, the staples. So when I got the diet, I was quite amazed at, at what I could eat and, and how much or how often they wanted me to eat. The quantities are small because you cannot eat a lot of food post-op. But you can also have things like yogurt and fruit juice and porridge and lots and lots of protein. That seems to be the focus. And according to this diet, you eat very frequently throughout the day. And I think that is because once you've had the operation, you've lost the hunger hormone in that part of your stomach, uh, which has been essentially cut out. It's called ghrelin. It's supposedly the hormone that makes you feel hunger. And while I was in the hospital, the dietitian also showed me a plate of food. And I initially thought that was her lunch, but no, it was in fact imitation food, but very authentic. It was a plate of chicken slices, pasta, twirls, and vegetables, and, and, a, and a normal dinner plate. And she grabbed a handful of this food, and she then put it onto the table in front of me and showed me what I could eat when I'm back on solid foods after the first three weeks of eating baby food. She was showing me how much my new stomach could hold. And, you know, it didn't look that frightening. Actually, it looked more than I anticipated. I heard a lot about only being able to take a few small bites post-surgery and then you're full. 
But this did look like a small but decent plate of food, like about the same size as a side plate. And then she said, after a few months, maybe six months, you can eat this much. And she pointed and moved the food on the, on the main dinner plate. And again, it was sort of around half a regular dinner plate. And I don't know, that, that reassured me that although I shouldn't want to be eating lots of food after the surgery, of course I don't want to stuff my face. A lot of the fear of, of doing this is having that restriction, is having the denial, the constant denial, the fact that you cannot eat very much food because your body just can't take it. And also being a social pariah and only eating two or three bites and everyone else is carrying on eating their food, having a starter and a main and a dessert. When you're in a restaurant, I don't know what that's going to be like. And I don't know how much I'm going to be able to eat because not everyone is the same. But it was sort of reassuring to actually see it in front of me. I was glad that I saw that before the surgery. So I brought the new diet home and I immediately went online to start ordering all the food on the list to arrive. So it's all here when I get back from the hospital. I'll probably be in for four nights in total, but three nights post-surgery, all being well. I'll come out and then come home on my own. So I'm going to get a home delivery of all the healthy stuff that I need to blend to buggery in the next few weeks following the operation. So actually, three days out from the op, it is looking pretty positive. I am feeling like something momentous is about to happen. And I'm quite excited in some ways, but I am still scared. I decided to talk to a colleague and friend. Her experience helped me make the decision to have the operation. She's called Sharon. And if you join me in the next episode, you'll hear her story because I want to to find out what she felt pre-op. And what am I likely to face in the next few weeks? That's what I, I really want to know right now. So thanks for listening. Join me next time. Contact me on Twitter, Dave underscore A underscore Goodman. Bye for now.